The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, we've talked about this condition on the program before. Uh, it's an interesting condition of the blood. It's surprisingly common and it's surprisingly easy to treat. And when you treat it, it benefits others. I speak of hemochromatosis and today is Hemochromatosis Day. Frank McHugh, good morning. Good morning, BJ. You have hemochromatosis. Remind us again what it is. Uh, hemochromatosis is an overload of blo- of uh, iron in the blood. Uh, and ca- just to give you, it, it's it's genetically um, it's transmitted from if both parents have the gene, there's a good chance that the um, the child of that pa- parent would have hemochromatosis. Mm. So, um, what how it affects people is uh, just to give my own uh, um, history of it. Yes. I was diagnosed in, in 1998 um, because of of family um, testing, and I was found to have a very high level of iron in my blood. When I say a high iron level, your normal blood uh, irons would be between 100 and um, maybe 100. 300, say. In my case, it was just under 2,000. Wow. So uh, that necessitated uh, taking blood for 18 months, nearly every week, uh, to get it down. And and what would that do Uh, to you in terms of harm at those levels, Frank? At those levels, um, I had uh, damage to my liver at that stage. My liver was probably uh, half again as big as it should have been. Uh, you could actually feel it coming out through my my abdomen, Crikey. and uh, there was some scarring, a lot of scarring. And at that time, they didn't know whether it would repair or not. But thanks be to God, the the uh, the liver is a very uh, robust organ, and it did rec- recover. Yeah. Um, like the symptoms then that time and at all times are exhaustion. Now I was putting the exhaustion down to the fact that I was doing shift work. Yes. Uh, but uh, and not sleeping well. But as it turned out, I had I had um, that was one of the symptoms. And the second one was arthritis, especially in my hands. And um, it, it, you know, you, you, if I shook your hand, I'd wince. Even though I'm a, a strong person, you'd you'd be able to put me down the ground with the str- with the strength of your because of the the the, uh, the arthritis in the fingers. I see. I see. You see, and yeah. and the treatment then at that time was you and to the get blood at that transfusion. Time, no, no, the opposite. Uh, the oh, the the treatment at that time and at this time is just drawing off of the blood, like oh, going really? to the blood bank. Okay, like this morning at half past nine, I was at my doctor and he took off a pint of blood. Right, uh, and and I'm on maintenance now, so every every six months at the moment I go just to take it off as a as a precaution. And how much would, would they the, take? About a pint, right. the same as as what you'd nearly the same as what you'd give if you went to give a pint of blood. I see. And the blood that the doctor took from you this morning, then is that is that blood that can be given to another person? No, ah. not 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 when it's given to the, to the not when it's taken by the uh, the doctor. But if for years we fought to have the blood um, transfusion uh, board take our blood. And it's only in the last two or three years that they've started taking it. So I could have gone to the blood transfusion board uh, to give my, my pint of blood, but it just didn't suit me today. I see, I see. And that blood then, if you were to give it as a blood transfusion board donation, that could be used for someone else? 
Yes. I see. It has no 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 ill effects on anybody else. If anything, it's probably better because there's very high iron in it. And you're on maintenance. So, I mean, how is your general health now? I mean, the, the liver damage, you say that repaired itself, yeah? Well, it, I, have, I have no problems with my liver. No, I have very, very good health, thanks be to God. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't complain about my health at all. So how would somebody know... Um, if they had hemochromatosis. Obviously, if it was in the family, you definitely have to get tested. Yes. And this is where we need to get the awareness out and about. Like, there are, there's about 20,000 people in, in Ireland at the moment have hemochromatosis or have been diagnosed with it. But there are, we figure, another 20,000 that haven't been. So that's where where this week now coming up is we're we're uh, have awareness week and we're getting as much information out there as possible. Um, because of COVID, we couldn't have our normal um, um, seminars and and information days. So we're only getting back to that now. Um, how would people know about it? Uh, like the symptoms are very similar to a lot of other illnesses. But um, the obvious one really is when you do a blood test and you're very high iron, mm. that's the signal. And we, the, the doctors today are a lot better than, they're a lot more well-informed. They were probably as good as ever, but the, the information wasn't there for even for the, the medical profession mm. up to uh, recent years. Right. So now doctors, when you go, if you went in with chronic fatigue or if you have arthritis and joints or if you're, you know, um, different ailments, they, they would be aware and would test for hemochromatosis. When you think about it, Frank, if you go back into the ancient history of medicine and the practice known as bloodletting, were they, were they really treating hemochromatosis and didn't realize it at the time? I wonder. Very, 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 very possibly. That was exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of cases, you know, you had the the, the skin pigmentation, and and uh, uh, that was all to do with with um, high iron in their their systems. Yeah, yeah. They used to use leeches and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, they used to use all that times yeah. back in ancient times. Yeah. All right, listen. But like in 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 relative terms, it's only it's only since nineteen. Like my father died as a result of hemochromatosis. I see. In nineteen eighty nine. Uh, because he got pancreatic cancer. And just to emphasize to people, once you're diagnosed and once you go through the uh, venous section or removal of the blood and diluting of the iron in the system, your, your life is, 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 is normal. The problem is late diagnosis. So that's what we're trying to get out there these days is early diagnosis. Even if you never have to do anything, just be aware that you may have it or that you have it and you would be treated for it at an early stage. And is there a link, Frank? All the problems. Sorry to hear Hmm? about your dad. Is, is, Is there a link between hemochromatosis and pancreatic cancer, which is one of the most feared ones? Yes, there is a very direct link because the liver the liver stores the the iron and then it spreads the, the when it can't when the liver can't function it uh, affects your pancreas and then your it's a it's a vicious circle heart liver lungs and kidneys are all are all the problem with it I see and that's that's one of the most and we talk about it every year on. Radiothon, it's one of the, still one of the most dread, dreaded of all the cancers. Pan- oh, pancreatic. It's horrible. Right. A horrible, a horrible death. All right. Frank, listen, I wish you well and continued good health in your uh, hemochromatosis management. If you're feeling a bit off, feeling a bit iffy, if it might be anywhere in your family, get tested for it. 
they can treat it, you can manage it, and uh, that's an awful... I, that, I, I didn't know that. That's Talbot, he and told us many times before, didn't know that, that there was a direct connection between untreated or unmanaged hemochromatosis and, and uh, pancreatic cancer, which is one of the most dreadful ones of them all. Quartz 96 FM.